good evening. You are listening to the soothing sound of Van House Beats. His latest album, Squad Music, available now on iTunes and Spotify. This is a mic check, mic check, making sure we sound uh, sound sexy and hot. I know the beats in the night sound good because I always sound good. How do you sound, Tom? Hi, guys. Oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. We'll be back Hi. in a moment. <laughs> As you're saying that too, I'm like... another edition of Banter and Babble. I am the Dude79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague and COVID-free friend, but he still has herpes, Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone! Yeah. How you feeling today, buddy? A little warmer under the collar. These beers got a little bit of a kick. I think it's because I look good tonight. Oh. I think it's because I look good tonight. My bad. No, man, I'm glad to hear. See, I can touch him. Not wearing pants, but I can still touch him. He's not Got sick. Plenty, plenty of that. How has it been the last couple, about, about the last week, waiting for that test result to come I'll back? I'll be very honest with you, since I decided to uh, apparently have anxiety and like mm-hmm. out of no, like during COVID, before COVID, even before the Disney trip back in uh, February or January, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week was not like candy canes and rainbows Ooh, and stuff like that. that. I've been on edge for literally. Well, it was 10 days before I got my results back, and I was completely, like, fingernail biting nearly. I know you were. I know you were. I could so, tell every time yeah. I messaged you, asked you to send me nudes, you weren't having it. You weren't in the mood for it. No, because it was, really disappointed, it was, it was the herpes flare. The herpes were flaring up. I yeah. knew I knew those were going to come into play at some Herp. point. Yeah. 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 My HIV doesn't act up as much as it used to, so I'm kind of kind of happy about that but uh Vitamin no C. man i'm really happy for you i know you're yeah. relaxed i know it makes you it's just it's it's a load off your chest yeah. even though you normally have a load on your chest you it's a load off your chest you don't have to worry about it anymore and that's that's really really awesome uh yes yes and look who we got in the chat tricky regions already here tricky region finally turned off his playstation 4 stopped playing uh what's that game fall guys he actually stopped playing Fall Guys. Oh, he's still playing up. it. He's just on like a phone oh, or he something. He ain't listening to us, dude. Yeah, he, 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 we're up, but we're just kind of right, like right. silent, which is pretty much the way everyone wants to Oh, there it is. Drassen's here to win already. What's up, Drassen? <laughs> King Cuddles is in the chat tonight. Buried alive. Cappadocian's in here already. Buried. We see all y'all. Appreciate Thank y'all. Thank you so much yes. for being here. As, nope. Still on playing Ghosts now. Oh, he's playing Ghosts. Oh, we'll talk about Ghosts tonight. Mm. We're going to talk a little bit about Ghosts of Tsushima tonight. Sushi. Sushi, but that'd be awesome if it was Ghost of Sushi. And you're basically like those new things that you have where the sushi guys are fighting, but it's those are the actual guys you're playing as. I'm eating them. Oh, well, okay. Well, Call of Duty Ghost. Ooh, the, oh, the Tone's favorite Call of Duty game. Dude, that game sucks so bad. 
Ever. It did. It sucked. Something horrible. Ever. It was terrible. No, man, I'm glad you're back. We, were, we had to miss a sh- we had to push the show back yeah. a week just because we wanted to make sure that you weren't going to come in here and, and kill everybody. So here you are. You're healthy. You're good. <laughs> Ghost is better than, okay, I've never had to ban a mod, but Cuddles has it coming. Cuddles has it coming. Cuddles has right it coming. Chin. You just, you watch that blasphemy. 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 Cuddles has been telling everybody, this by the way. This is strong beer. Got... Let's talk about this beer for a minute. Yeah, let's all... <laughs> Shorts, okay, this is from Shorts Brewery. Once again, yes. this is S'more Stout. It's actually one I've not had again. Um, and I always try to find stuff I've never had, so we have it first time here on the uh, show together. And sadly, I never get it in my Untapped app, which pisses me off, as Draston knows. But it's it's a s'mores flavored stout. Now, honestly, I get more of a porter, porter, excuse me, porter, porter, porter kick and bite at the end. Than necessarily the stout. I mean, but it's still like a good smooth flavor. Oh, I feel like really the more you the more you'll drink it, you'll get that palate aftertaste where you'll yes. get that kind of like s'moresy goodness. But I'm gonna sip here. And the most important thing is it's eight percent. Yeah, we're getting saucy, everybody. We're gonna be a little goofy tonight. Uh, I'm glad. I think we have the, we have the we have the age block right. I think that's we're good on that. Adults yeah, sorry, only. King, yeah. gotta leave. <laughs> Jeez, don't put Cuddles' business out there. Don't put his business out there. Uh, you know what is better? Jack Daniels. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That guy drinks a fifth of Jack Daniels weekly. I know he does. water. I know he does. In like you know, three hours. I used to be able to drink liquor pretty good. I used to drink this fine stuff called Castillo rum. I'm familiar. It was the $5 half That's, gallon wait, I was say, on the bottom shelf. That is not fine rum, yeah. though, no. It's on the bottom oh. shelf, and I used to drink that shit all the time. But, man, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's when I hit my 30s. But as soon as I kept drinking hard liquor, blackout drunk. Oh, I would have to text the next morning, either my wife or my friends, like, what happened last night? What did I do? Where am I at in terms of, like, you know, friends? Are we still friends? I, I message everybody. Are we cool? We cool? We cool? We cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Usually that's how it went. I was like, okay, cool. I lost right. somebody. But I sometimes gain a friend. But I can't do hard liquor like I used to. I'm, I'm more of a beer guy now. I can remember what I'm doing. I know if I'm shitting my pants, I'll know I'm doing that's it. That's nothing new. Whereas if I drink hard liquor, I don't know doing it so it's kind of a surprise when i wake up uh that's liver failure dude 10 years of five dollar rum will do that you're not wrong forge you're definitely not wrong uh, <laughs> what up forge five dollars he I mean, does love his jameson you too. could get like a half gallon of castile rum for like ten dollars it was a half gallon yeah made it, your parents proud oh yeah it's i remember there was uh, i had a class at svsu and uh in between classes i would go out to my car with one of the other people in class and we would do shots of castile rum not good. It's really not good. We're there does, for an education. Oh yeah. Well, my my GPA, my transcript would suggest otherwise. Fair I was enough. not there for an education. Fair enough. I was there just to build up a, 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 a student loan debt and have to pay that off for the next ten years of my life without much of anything that resembles a, de- a degree. It was really, really just a waste <laughs> of time. Grands. Yeah. It was. It really was, man. It was just really there to uh, waste a lot of money. But uh, tone. Yes. First of all. Right. It is the last giveaway. Man, it has been an awesome, awesome. journey. It's been a journey to think about how far we've come these these eight times we've given a Funko Pop away to somebody. Yep. And here we are. And here we are. And here we are. Here it is. Kronos, what's going on this evening? Dr. Haircut, what's going good? What up, Doc? Doc, Doc? As you can see, we are down to the final one. The very rare... Hard to find. Toys R Us only. The Toys R Us exclusive Moss Man yeah. is all that we have remaining. And tonight, somebody in this chat, not named Prime Gaming, 
will win this Moss Man. So you got a better chance right now. I have a huge, I have a much better chance of priming. I'm not even involved. Right. But you got a better chance of finding Moss Man than you do with Toys R Us. Yes. Yeah, big time, dude. This is, this is it, guys. That's what happens to your price so, couch. Oh, Brass is already calling it. Already calling it. Yes. Moss, dude, Forge, I'm shocked. I'm seriously shocked that Moss Man is still on the table. If I'm being honest, I, w- I thought that was going to be second or third gone. Honestly, I did too, just because of its exclusivity, but also there's a lot of us old folk in the chat who have old saggy balls or other bits and pieces that might want Masters of the Universe and remember that from yesteryear, and there's Drassen right there. There he is. He's, he's, right there. Of them all. he's waiting for it. He's waiting for it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, whoever wins this, we will get this to you within the next three to six months. I think that's where we're at right now in terms of getting stuff actually mailed out. Uh, Cuddles and Zombie and everyone else can pretty much uh, agree that they just, I'll send it whenever the fuck I'm ready. That's really what it is. I mean, I'll tell you right here live on the show, hey, we'll get this to you ASAP. Translation, when I fucking get around to it. When you leave the house, or when you leave, like... I have to go near. I need to go near the UPS or so either like a Taco Bell run or maybe a visit to the Red Horse. I that's that's no. a, yeah the divorce horse. If I go to the Red Horse, then there's a good no, chance. No, the food is pretty good. I've heard. Yeah, no, I'm no. just telling nobody you. goes to the Red Horse for fucking yeah, dinner, dude. Nobody. Yeah, they do, dude. If anyone in here in this chat is from Saginaw, would you ever go to the fuck other than Cap- or Cappadocian? Would you go to the Red Horse for dinner? I'm just saying. No, there it is. See, Kronos knows. Kronos definitely knows. Tricky, shut up. I know UPS will come to my house. I like being unreliable. I like being undependable. I will fucking send it whenever I want. That's how it works. You have to get food at Red Horse right now because Cody's is shut down because of COVID. I have a reputation to live down to as a piece of shit. And if I send this thing out from my house, that requires effort. That requires me to care. You don't. I'll send this when I'm fucking ready. Talk about my mom's food. Oh, oh my god! My mom runs the kitchen there. <laughs> wait, 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 Meg, where the, oh, the divorce no, horse? Oh no, Megasaurus! What I meant to say was Grand Junction. They Grand, close Grand like uh, Grand, uh, uh, Grand Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand Central food sucks. Ha ha! Megasaurus, just kidding. Jokes on you. We were talking about Grand Central. Unless you're joking, then yeah, we were totally talking about. Red oh horse. my god, I'm confused. Well, just lost a viewer. Awesome. Um, but yeah. So tonight we will activate the giveaway right, right now. now. Right now. So an hour from now, if you guys can still stand us, you will have a chance to win the Moss Man Funko Pop. Exclamation point, enter. Pine Saw is extra drastic. This one does not smell like Pine Saw. Exclamation point enter right now to get into the drawing. Let's go. You think we're going to like you in an hour? Absolutely not, Cap. You'll fucking hate me, and you're a mod, bro. Hey, bro. Get in here. If you're in here right now, exclamation point enter. Please get into the drawing. Get yourself a rare Moss Man. And if you win this Moss Man and don't really want it, Tone will take it off your hands. He is a piece of shit. He totally was. a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. I'm like, oh, it must have got lost in the mail. All right. Send you like a McDonald's coupon. We want to talk a little bit no. about our partnership. Do we? With yes. our friend who helped make these.
for something that I have that you don't. <laughs> Tricky, what up with that Thrawn? I got it. How much you want? How much you got, boy? But uh, yeah, yeah, he's looking for uh, that Funko Pop for him, which is uh, a little bit older, and I think uh, I don't think that was a huge run in that figure. So hopefully you can find that man. Yeah, but Paul will definitely take care of it. If you need yeah. something, call Fetz Toy Depot. Hit him up on on Facebook. Yeah, message him. He gets right to you. Right it's away. Fetz one three one three. Yep. All you gotta look for on Fetz Toy Depot. Facebook forward Facebook dot com forward slash Fetz one three one three. A lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers, but this the same coming numbers. Monday, Ooh, yes. we've got another event that he's doing in part with the Bearded Axe here in Shields. So that'd be the tenth Monday, August tenth at four p.m. A Harry Potter themed night, Ooh. cosplay, of course, throwing axes yeah. and raffle prizes, and there's some sweet raffle prizes involved. Ooh. There's a Zelda Master Sword. What? There's the Sword of House Gryffindor. What? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and some other things that are going on. They've had a lot of events, and they got a lot of stuff coming out and coming through. They do a lot of themed nights. Yeah, like, um, like, like the yeah, ears, the ears. The, the the Haunt Girls have been making ears for like the Lord of the Rings nights and elf ears and stuff ah, like that. And they're doing like that. different colored ones for like the dark elves and things like that, and yep. like and like sea elves and stuff like that. So good stuff. So, uh, they're they're hard at work helping Fett out with all that awesome stuff. So. Again, just get a chance, like the like his page, give him some love, look for stuff. When you, there you go, there thank you, go. you. Thanks, Cuddles. Appreciate it, buddy. Oh, you can stay, Cuddles. We like you. Yeah, I ain't banning him. And then, uh, as always, we are still working on plans for next year's Midland Comic Con, March sixth yes. and seventh at the mall there in Midland. Very excited about that. We're gonna be there. Gonna have a booth. Gonna be. We don't know if we can do live casting quite yet. We, We're looking into the logistics on that right, one. Right, right. But we may be able to do some recordings and then uh, have some great content to share on our YouTube or actually the uh, Twitch channel as well, too. Yes. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. And if you're in the Tri-Cities area, you know, get into some of these events. Go hang out. They do they sanitizer, social distancing, masks are definitely a part of that as well, too. Mm-hmm. And as always, you know, next year when that Comic-Con comes around, holla. It's going to be wild, dude. I'm seriously super excited about that because, honestly, man, it gives us – an opportunity to get out of this barcade and get out to the public, meet the people, you know, I'm sure, you know, we have viewers that are not in Saginaw or around the Tri-Series, but we do have some and, and be awesome to actually meet some of them and hang out with them and kind of experience the Comic-Con right. at Midland because this thing is big, man. This, this, this was a big thing last year, a surprisingly big event at Midland. And, you know, they reached out to Paul and like, look, we got to do this again. And like every sequel, Bigger and better. Yep, absolutely. And it's obviously getting better looking because they're bringing me in. Well, uh, so you're basically Highlander 2 then. Dude, that is perfect. That is perfect. I like that a lot. Oh, my God. My cat's already starting. You hear that shit? Here she goes. That cat's Meow. She's cat dying can, is what she's doing. smell me in my manliness. <laughs> Fuck. God, no <laughs> fucking way. Uh, but what have you been doing? What have you been doing lately? Uh, not dying of COVID, thankfully, but I did beat Last of Us 2 oh, boy. Um, a week and a half ago. Uh, we won't get too deep into that because we know that it gets people a little polarized. Well, first of all, I don't care if it polarizes people. I will say this. It's it's the best story game I've played this gen it's an, by far. I, I was blown away by the narrative. Yep. Uh, the Yes, there's a lot of ballsy, gutsy moves on story mm-hmm. telling there but um, and perspectives. And it's not for everybody to understand nope. that. That's fine. It's not for you, whatever. You've read the leaks or if you just don't think it's going to be for you, find a dandy cotton candy. For me, I don't like a lot of like – uh, cliche, right? Easy to digest, predictable stories. Good guy, I like, bad guy. Did you see that Polygon article this I week? I did. It was it pissed me off actually. They need to go joke. back to making villains call, and heroes. They call them Lollygon. Yeah, it needs to be more black and white. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 we don't. No, no, no. Um, 
it, it, it's it's an amazing medium. Um, I really really enjoyed it. I thought as always the controls are super awesome, but more importantly that story was a little bit surprising to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, but it was it, it was really something that made you think. Yeah, and I think sometimes people struggle with things that kind of take you out of your comfort zone. Yep. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. And I'm yep. somebody who actually looks actively f- to be out of my comfort zone in that. So, anyways, I beat that, loved that. Um, I talked about it a little bit on last week's B&B Quickie, um, mm-hmm. but I've then I just started diving right into Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, boy. I yeah. probably said it, said it wrong. I say that wrong every time, but having a great time. We'll it's talk just, about it's it. It's just a fun, artsy, and enjoyable time. So, oh. that's really about it. I've been studying for my CCNA cer- certification as much as I can when I can between work and everything going on. What a so. loser. Right. What a loser. He's it. studying? Yeah. God, you're such a fucking nerd. Labs and numbers. Such it's really a fun. Nerd. Yeah, well, whatever. I wish I could do it. I wish I could study something and just quit my job. Awesome. Right. right. You're right. rad. No, awesome. no uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. Last of Us 2, it's, a, it's, it's an incredible story. Uh, the way it's told is it, it, it was actually brilliant. I mean, there's some people who said, well, why, why didn't you know so-and-so was, so, was this person while they did, before they did this thing? Look, the way that the story yeah, – there is a lot of time jumping. There's a lot of bouncing around. But I'm telling you guys right now, the, the story does not work if it's told in chronological order. It does not have the same work. It impact. would just be more predictable. The thing about The Last of Us 2 is it's the way it explores people. And at first you think people are bad and they're not. Or they're just in a gray area. Or they're good and they're you find out they're really not. It's That's the beauty of The Last of Us. Is it's just one of those. It's, it's not a straightforward tale. It's not. This person's this, it's and this person's that. It's not going to be for everybody. No, it's not. And I mean, and if you want, fine. if you want to go fucking run in there and kill bad guys, and, and you want to be the good guy, and that's the bad guy, Call of Duty is out there for it, you. Yeah, or play a Nintendo game. <laughs> they're pretty, they're 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 pretty cut and dry of who's bad and who's not. So, right, right. You know, definitely, this is a medium that really wanted to kind of push the bar onto where the narrative is going, and you know, it's not for everybody, and I completely understand that. Um, and that's fine. I, for for instance, am. Like I said, I actively look for that. Yep. No, I, I really appreciate it. Okay. So we we, don't, we we could talk for hours on The Last of Us 2. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We right. have a lot of good shit we got to talk about tonight. We're really excited for tonight's show. See, we have to check ourselves in these rabbit holes, everybody. Because I'm telling you, we, we could go on for on. Especially on on. Last of Us 2. And we need to get this show done before the giveaway ends because then all you fucking people bail. And, and we then I got to keep... tuck you in before I leave. <laughs> so a lot of stuff going on. Let's move on. Yeah. To our first topic, something that uh, you have pressured me to watch, and so has Josh Hill, Jay Hill, who's usually in our chat. Good old Jay. Uh, he suggested, look, you guys need to watch The Old Guard Ooh. on Netflix. Yes, yes. And, dude, you were pressuring me and pressuring me to the point where it was really uncomfortable, and I had to ask you to lay off a little bit. Obviously, you would have been a terrible prom date. I actually watched it last night, and, dude, you were not wrong. This is a really... Really impressive show. Say that one more time. Say it one more time. I said you're a douchebag. Say that one more time. Uh, you're a douchebag. Rewind that a little bit. Nope. No clips either. Nobody make a fucking clip Tone of that. Tone was not wrong. Anyways. Um, no, Cuddles, we will not touch on any spoilers. We're just going to talk about just the general thoughts on the show, uh, the performances, just the, the general right. themes that they kind of touch on. We won't get into any spoilers. No problem. Um, Jurassic already got something to say. Left me with more questions than entertainment. Not a bad flick, but wasn't set up. I think we can kind of address that. That's fair. Okay. No, 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 that's yeah, a fair critique. I don't, well, I mean, I, first of all, I don't think this is a movie that is supposed to have answers for you at the end of it. 
Uh, this is clearly obviously based by the ending. Um, this is set up for more. So I like the fact that there are questions. I have questions as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I know that we're going to get it. I know we're going to get those answers. Right. So, yes, it's not a bad flick, but it wasn't set up right for you, and I, I respect that. It was set up perfectly for me because I know – I don't want to know what everything is early on, and I'm not saying he does That's why I knew he was going to say with that. Knowing him, he, he want, and I agree because I, like, I would love more of that backstory too, mm-hmm. but I think, honestly, we were living in the now, and, and that stuff – in the long run for the story they were telling in the now was unimportant. And right. I think that's again, because of the, the time it's unimportant. And plus it's part of the big reveal towards the end that you're like, Oh, there is a bigger, right. There's a, a bigger story. Arc you start here, getting towards the end, yeah. where it should, which is where you're going to find your answers. But overall, this is a, a movie that you would say is, uh, is it focuses on immortals, but it touches on some themes that aren't typically explored in an immortal movie. Right. I, I the way I look at it is that it's not an uncommon theme. This is not the first time we've done an immortal theme and right. this person's lived a long time. I mean, you could talk about uh vampires, um uh the vampire Lestat, aka uh, uh interview with the vampire, mm-hmm. um Highlander, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it, it's it's just what they did with this that made it unique was it's almost kind of like a twist. Mm-hmm. Or not maybe a twist, but maybe a tweak on certain aspects that end up sometimes being cliche in these movies, right. and kind of add something. And that's really rare. Like a lot of times, you do okay. Oh, it's an immortal movie. Okay, so how is this gonna work out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This actually surprised me on a lot of the turns that you end up going on because there was a lot of what felt like refreshing takes on certain things. And and honestly, I was I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. Yep. Right out the get when she and I always say it, she pulls out that fucking battle axe. Oh yeah, man. And I'm, that and was it's like in dope. the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, no. Cuddles. Yeah, it's cuddles. in the trailer. She pulls out a battle axe. Um, but the the crew they're with, which was unique, and I just want to bring it up because I brought it up when I first got here about the mm-hmm. melee weapons that made it unique. And it's a very nice and important little detail and touch is that um, each character from their time period. You still have a melee weapon that they that they either preferred or used from that time period. Right. Yep. Now whether or not hers was axe or not for sure, but like you know the 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 one dude from like Napoleon's era had like a like a bastard sword or a one handed. You had the guy from the the uh, the Middle East from the Dark Ages had a scimitar. Yep. And I don't remember like I said I can't remember what the one dude had. Booker. Was, uh, no, no Booker had like the the I think there was the, Mickey and Joel. Right, um, Nikki. Like, yeah, the one guy had, but they, but they had. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, yep. they had weapons that kind of uh, tied into their era and to showcase that they that that was like one of the few things that each seemed to hold on to. I guess. Uh, Cap said, uh, "So is Drassen's comment a result of so many good shows being series or miniseries instead of movies?" I think that's. I think that's. I think that's what makes stuff like um, this movie, or what I'm assuming is going to be the, how the Last of His TV show is going to work. This is stuff where it's it's built with multiple entries in mind. They don't want to rush through everything in two hours. Obviously, you know this is based on a graphic novel. They don't want to just hammer it all into one one thing. This is this an ongoing series, so they're gonna take their time. They want you to have questions. They want they want the cliffhangers. And there might yeah, and there might be a reason like because yeah, if it was a series, that's a good that and that's again that's a really good way of looking at it. Is that why because. We get a lot of series that fleshes that stuff out. Typically, you got more episodes, and that's why, personally, I love series. And like, I know there's always the debate, like when when a series come out, do you want to wait a week or do you want to binge it? I like to binge it because I look at it as a big movie. For me, I would want to be done and move on to something else. Cause I'm always watching some new media, right. you know. So for me, like. 
you know, like Mandalorian, for instance, when that comes out weekly, I'm going nuts because I binge like, you know, like Umbrella mm-hmm. Academy. I got done in three days or three or four <laughs> days. You know what I mean? And then I'm going to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's perspective. Yeah, they, they have two hours to work with. That background story from where those characters were, what they did, might not be important right now, but maybe down the road, maybe we can like do some flashbacks or something, and, and maybe that past stuff will ca- catch up to them. But for a two-hour time block, that stuff just isn't relevant because you you got to live now. And see, Cap said, oh, it, seems that way, it seems that way more and more in movies, but I think it's the downside of the medium and not necessarily the movie. I think that's a good point. I think it's the medium and the way of where they're telling these, where they're showing these movies. And we talked about that. Netflix... I feel has like they have a little bit more wiggle room. Whereas if you if you go see a bit, a movie at the theater, more often than not, you're not getting a Star Wars or Lord of the Rings right. where it's going to be an epic saga. Typically, you get two hours, two and a half hours, three hours if it's a really big movie to cram as much shit as they can into that slot and, and not look messy, right? And not look messy. Whereas in Netflix, it gives them the opportunity to be like, look, it's not really a season, but it allows us to make more movies because I'm assuming budgets for movies on Netflix don't rival what you see on the big screen. Right. Because, you know, for the big screen, you need a there. lot more oh, into yeah. it. Or a masterpiece like, see, I'm, Cuddles wants Cuddles, me to ban what is he him. Doing? He wants me to ban him. I know. I uh, or know. a masterpiece like Robocop 3. Can't. I love cuddle. Give me that. Give me that bottle opener. Apparently, I'm going to need a lot more eight percent beer for Cuddles' opinions on movies and TV shows tonight. Yeah, he called that the uh, the movie of his generation. <laughs> Robocop three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie, it's the movie of his. I generation. feel like every time Cuddles comments, I need to lay a couple tracks here on the table and just do a quick bunt and be buff and be like, oh, okay, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's just pixie sticks, so don't it's, worry about it. Yeah, it's not. It's not really the stuff that I love. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Great. But no, overall, man, I just thought it was a really, really good show. I love, and it's another testament to how fucking talented Charlize Theron is. Uh, she is so, so amazing. Yeah, growing up as a kid, obviously, I remember what was the was it um what was the movie she was in? Um, Devil's Advocate. No, no, but even before oh. that, she had one where she was in L.A. She was naked. Um, I can't remember what it is, but she was also in Devil's Advocate. I mean, the first movie she was in. Um, not Eon Flux. There was something she was in back in the like early '90s. It was her first movie. Damn. I can't remember what it is, but ever since that movie, I mean, as a child, as a young adult or teen, you growing up, you're like, oh my gosh, she's so hot, she's so beautiful, and you know, you love her. But as we've gone on, and you get older, and you just really appreciate this, this she can act like a fucking champ, dude. You know, ever since I saw uh, Mad Max, that showed me. Obviously, she had given great performances in other movies. But she showed right there, I can be a fucking badass. I can fuck you up. You got Atomic Blonde is another movie where she's just a total it's badass. It's a fun flick. Yeah. But this one is another one of those movies, man, where her character has mm-hmm. depth. It's not one-dimensional. When she needs to act, she can act She act circles around everybody in the, in, the, in the show. She really does. But when things heat up and the action ratchets up, she's fucking boss, dude. She is one of the best action. I mean... I, doesn't really care if she's a female or not at this point. Like she's just one of the best action movie actors, actresses out there right now. Like mm-hmm. she's amazing. Like if you have a role to fill and it happens to be needed that it's a lady role, she's going to fit in there and she's going to destroy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like hands down, she's an amazing. And she really like, it's funny because like, she is kind of a center focus of this, mm-hmm. but she almost isn't. But again, when she's on screen, she she's just like there's some scenes where she's doing some fighting or some battle uh, and stuff yep. like that. And I'm like, dude, that 
maybe it's partly as well to the the choreography on it too. But she's seriously like, she can oh, yeah. tell she's full in. Yep. And 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 that's amazing. But you know, set aside all that stuff, like the story, how they how they kind of like. There's some realizations in this movie. I gotta, look up, I gotta look this movie up. Keep going. Again, where they they kind of like point out certain things that these folks have been doing over time and how it affects certain other things really was kind of like a very neat and very fresh take on the like the immortal like story or whatever. And like the main character that they're trying to focus on, the 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 uh, the one I can't think of her name, the new actress, she's kind of like the centerpiece of it. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, she she really wasn't that overwhelmed. Like she was she was underwhelming. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Luckily, everybody else, the characters in the group, there's there's four of them in the old guard that have been around and been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. And and you know she kind of almost just didn't, almost didn't fit. Right. But I get what they're trying to do. They're progressing the story. They're doing stuff like this as well, too. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, she, I don't know if she, maybe she just didn't get the best material. Obviously, that's right. reserved for Charlize Theron. Sure. She's the head, the headliner here. Uh, but they did a decent job building up the character. But obviously, I'm waiting for like future series or future entries where she's going to obviously take over the mantle and be in charge of everything, be the lead of the group, so to speak. Um, the other movie is Two Days in the Valley. That is the one that Charlize Theron was in. That was like her first big breakout role. Was Two Days in the Valley. It was comparable. A lot of people compared it to Pulp Fiction. There were certain elements of Two Days in the Valley that were comparable to Pulp Fiction. And I remember that's the other movie she was in. She was great in that movie. She was really good. But I mean, as a child, you're just like, oh my God, she's so fucking hot. I love her. But throughout the years, you look at the movies. I think she was in a movie called Tully where she was incredible. I think that's the one I saw that she was really, really good. I think she got nominated for that, actually. Oh, well, I think there was a nomination for that, yeah. And, uh, hey, I need you to take a quick break. Can you all pause the stream? Yeah, Cuddles. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. yeah, we'll be right back, buddy. Go ahead. Go do your thing. We'll, we'll just After sit here and just twiddle our thumbs, man. We'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. But, no, I agree with everything you're saying. Like, it's just the thing I like about this movie is it just it explores a lot of heady themes. It explores a lot of different things you wouldn't see in a movie that is yeah. kind of like synonymous or, 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 or not synonymous, but comparable to like a superhero movie. I mean, these characters are, are, yeah, yeah, they're, they're extraordinary humans or, or people, and they have certain abilities and whatnot that are similar to other um, um, uh, superheroes. But they explore a lot of this, the negative effects of what it would be like to be an immortal. And we see some characters make decisions based on that. Yes. And it's some of it's not good. Some of it is good. But, you know, the struggle is it's conveyed very well. And you kind of understand the uh, motives of some of the individuals who make these negative decisions or these decisions that jeopardize the, the group. It's just it's, it's a game that or it's a game. It's a movie that really just kind of explores a lot of different elements of these types of characters you wouldn't typically see in a big budget or a big screen movie like it. And I think that's the biggest, I think, at least takeaway for me at the end of the day of the movie, and maybe for you as well, too. I think, because I kept telling you, of course, I kept making it. You got to watch this movie. You got to watch this movie. And I even said, this movie's like bigger than I think people realize. It's a lot deeper. And like some of the things you've touched on, like, again, it's not like the, the story of an immortal going through time and fighting and nothing new. Nothing new. But some of the avenues that they explore. Are kind of like just refreshing, and it's and actually much deeper than just the normal like oh people you know pass away and then you move on with your life and it sucks blah blah blah. It gets deeper than that, and the movie actually in some avenues is deeper than some of the other stuff that you would oh, expect man. out of this movie. And I was really caught off and surprised by that. I again I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I definitely definitely 
uh, recommend it. And if anybody gets a chance to watch it, I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and if you kind of start to see some of the stuff that we're talking about, you know, holler back at us. I just realized a lot of people in our chat are perverts. <laughs> There's a lot of perverts out there. I love you expect? guys. I love it. I love it expect? though. I love it. <laughs> Can there be only- <laughs> Boy, everyone's got a comment right, on right. this one. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Good Boy, you guys need to do something about yeah, that. Yeah, Cuddles like- is back. We talk about everyone here is a pervert. Yeah, yeah, Cuddles yeah, like, I'm yeah, back. I'm yeah, here. What's yep, going yep. on? What's going I on? I am the last one. <laughs> But no, yeah. If you guys get a chance, check it out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a it, the action is is hot. I mean, it is re- some of the action set pieces are really strong. Uh, some of the action sequences. Um, there uh, there's definitely room for more in this series. There's definitely more to the story. They leave it open. They leave it for open. That, right? Yep. It, and there's yep. some interesting stuff at the end. There's some pretty stuff cool that kind of comes full really circle. Like, oh, so yep. I can see where this is headed. And it gets you excited because, like, you know, you just had a, an awesome experience, a good story, some good action. Like Cap said, there's a lot of questions I have, but some of the reveals are pretty good. And uh, it, it's it's an entertaining flick, man. It's another – it's just another uh, notch on uh, Netflix's belt. They just they, – they have quality content. Netflix knows what the fuck they're doing. I The only other one that rivals them, in my opinion, ever is, honestly, HBO Max right now. HBO yep. does a lot of great series and – they don't really get too heavily into the movies. They do some awesome miniseries and series and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. as far as like a two and a half hour standalone movie or maybe to be more in a movie, mm-hmm. Netflix is doing big. In a time where right now streaming and digital media is important when you can't go to a theater, yep. taking a big lead like that and continue to put out consistent stuff like that, especially when people have pulled out a lot of different movies and things in Netflix and they just really worked on independent stuff. Yep. They're doing it and they're doing it well. And I'm, Doing it, doing it, and doing it well. That's we, LL Cool J that's right there. LL Cool J, baby. The ladies love Cool James. I love LL Cool J. Right. I'm not even a lady. All right. <laughs> we're going to stick to Netflix, but we're going to talk a little bit about a series as opposed to a movie. Moving on. Oh, before we move on. Hey, if you just got here and you haven't already done it, exclamation point, enter. Get into the contest. We're giving this away. It's a Moss Man. It's a Toys R Us exclusive. It Toys R Us doesn't man. fucking exist anymore. Yeah. We're giving it away to one lucky winner. Exclamation point. Enter. Get in. Let's go. Come if on. you don't want the Moss Man, I'll send you like a Big Mac coupon. Oh, fuck Prime. He ain't even, he's, he's sleeping. It's past Prime, his bedtime. Prime's definitely All right. Asleep. Next topic. More than meets the eyes. Oh, shit. You should have fucked. Why did you ruin that? You should have totally done that. I know. I, I, oh, I just did. I just did do it. Yeah, but not you doing it. Yeah, but. I know. I know. Damn it. Missed Fuck. opportunity. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Arkanratha, <laughs> you better have some money involved because this ain't free. Oh, my Lanta. All right. So last week, I don't know. I don't even know if they get set a date for this or was this just a stealth drop? I mean, we knew it was coming. Or did they set a date saying, hey, this I don't remember date. there being a date. For I don't this. remember there being a date. I just remember everyone getting going fucking nuts when it dropped. Oh, there's Cap. Edgelord, yeah. Edgelord Ed- Cap. Yeah, we got an Edgelord here. <laughs> We're shocked. Wow, Edgelord Cap. Wow. Where's the go- where's the- he's the GoBots guy anyways. He's that guy. <laughs> he's a GoBots guy. Yep, yep. Go- you know, I'm not going to lie. I-, I had GoBots. Yeah, you would. I know, I know, I know. All right. I-, I didn't know the name of some of the Transformers, but I love GoBots. So a couple where's months back, one? we knew Transform- or Netflix was doing a Transformers anime series. Yeah, we talked about it, yep. didn't we? It's going to be a, a trilogy series. Yes. This was the first Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Mm-hmm. And it's six episodes. It's on Netflix right now. 
And this basically tells the story between of the Autobots and the Decepticons battle on Cybertron. Uh, all the uh, mm. I know he's he's I'm oh excited. My, his pants are so he's not even wearing pants. I'm but They're very tight. If you were wearing pants, they'd be very tight. It's actually banana hammock. Tone, yeah. talk to me. Tell me why you were stoked for this, and how is this different than the Decepticon? Autobot battles and fallouts we've seen in right. Bay movies and all, even better video games, Warp Cybertron, oh, Fall Cybertron. Cybertron. Yeah, High Moon. What? What were you hyped about with this? Why were you excited that it come that it's showing up in anime form? Uh, because most of like the cartoons are kind of to a degree campy. Some of the dialogue now in recent times, like Transformers Prime on Netflix. If you're a fan of Transformers, let's be honest. Before I get into that. I'm literally a 40-year-old child. I'm perpetually just going to be a fanboy, a 14-year-old kid wanting to play with toys. I mean, I still buy toys, action figures, collectibles, whatever you want to call them. I'm a big kid. I'm always going to be a big kid. I don't care. I don't care what people think of that. It's just me, and it will always be me. Transformers was, just like Masters of the Universe, was one of the things in the mid to late 80s that I grew up in, and those were some of my first toys. Mm-hmm. It's like G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. Transformers was one thing that resonated with me more than anything else because it's fucking robots, it's fucking vehicles, and you fucking transform them. I mean, that's fucking that's sold, right? Like, not tough. It's not, it's it's, not, it that's wasn't fucking a hard awesome. sell in the eighties. No, it was not it, a hard no, sell. No, in the it 80s. really wasn't. And all they wanted to do in the eighties was sell you toys and move along. <laughs> so you know, and then even in my like, I was in high school or junior high, sixteen, whatever years old, and Beast Wars came on, and I was like way into beast wars as like most of my you know probably people my age were doing other shit like making floats for parades i'm like oh well fucking uh optimal optimus is going to be on the day with uh megatron the tyrannosaurus rex i'm gonna watch it it's gonna be sweet that's what i was doing didn't give a shit when this was announced i knew it was going to be hopefully much like those games something that was a little bit deeper into the lore closer to the source material somewhat or whatever and, and and really, again, because it's Netflix, something that was going to be just more than pushing out mm-hmm. another cartoon that seems campy, we're going to sell a toy or whatever. And definitely did they deliver. Because if you guys have ever played Why It's Relevant, the High Moon Games, War for Cybertron, and the Fall of Cybertron on 360 or PS3, which I did think at least Fall of Cybertron is playable on the current gen systems as well, too. Those guys also went deep into the lore. Who was that? Who made that? That's High Moon. Is that High Moon? Okay, That's High Moon. it was High Moon Studios. That's okay, High Moon. Yeah. Because they got Peter Cullen to the voice in it as well, too, to do Optimus. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they, they, they went super deep into the actual lore. Now, a lot of you don't realize this, probably, is that Transformers has a super, super, super... Yeah, Prime says he hates Transformers. Yeah, His name is literally Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Uh, Prime is meant... Yes, yeah, because he's a trans... Yeah, Prime is... If you've never known that... The reason he's Prime Gaming is because of Optimus Prime. I thought it was just because he was a piece of shit. So, (laughs) I mean, maybe. Is that part of it, actually? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Where was I going with that? I don't know. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Prime shows up. He's just a piece piece of shit. Uh, (laughs) Point is, is that uh, there's a lot of stuff out there in the comics and a lot of EU in some very, very, yeah, I was definitely rambling. Uh, some very deep lore out there. This, just like those games, uh, do- dove deep into that. And this actually kind of tweaked some of the characters and stuff like that, too. But, um, again, it's just Transformers. It's something that I grew up with, something I have not stopped enjoying, unless you're Michael Bay. I love 
Transformers. I cannot get enough of it. Mm. And Netflix, again, since I knew they were going to be involved, delivered hard on it. And and they, you know, they weren't making this wasn't made for kids. No, no, they no, swear no, no. in it. It's yeah. dark. Yep. Characters fucking die. Yep. You know, and, and they knew who they're appeasing to. It's a, it's not. A, a secret that right now there's a huge renaissance in the collecting business mm-hmm. because now that we're 30 years out from that, they're redoing GI Joe's star Wars figs, transformers. They know they're tapping the market of us kids who never stopped being kids because in the late eighties and the early nineties, it was a heyday of selling stuff and marketing and stuff that we want. Mm-hmm. We still haven't let go of because it's just a different age than it was like in the seventies or earlier. So here we are. They're still doing Transformers. I'm still 40 years old and going, fuck, give me some Optimus Prime. Like, great. <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, you know, I, obviously, you know, Tone is much more well-versed in the, in the Transformers lore. I remember seeing the movie at the theater when I was younger. Um, I watched the cartoon as a kid. But, you know, some people when they're younger grasp things a little bit more and they dive a little bit deeper into stuff. You know, I was just transfixed on the whole, hey, these guys are fucking cars turning into robots sure. and they're blowing shit up. And, you know, I was a simpleton. I was just a simpleton. You Were know? you a simpleton? Yeah, I just like when shit blew up. And I was like, okay, that's fucking cool. But um, you know, the the first thing, the f- <laughs> fuck, man, Cap and Cuddles are just out here. What they just, they're, they was, they have low self I was a simpleton, Cap. Now I'm a I'm a fucking smart, sexy human being. Okay, there's at least one person in the chat. And Doc, Doc's right tricky, now. Tricky. He's this like, we don't moment. give a fuck about retirement. We just buy toys. Doc's right. <laughs> Dude, he ain't wrong. He ain't Doc, wrong. That's the point. But like, you know, when I when, when the first thing when I saw, I was hyped when this this was announced. The first thing I was kind of bummed about when people started, oh my god, it's live, it's live. Six episodes. With most of them kind of like close to thirty minutes, some a little below, some over. It's in the anime spots, so anywhere from twenty to twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that part I get, but I mean, it was like six episodes. Like, man, how much of a story can you really tell in six episodes? And I don't want to say the story is like incredibly deep, right? But there's enough there for fans of the series to be like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a couple of twists to some of the storylines with some mm-hmm. of the characters. Where you're like, what? No, that's that's not. What, but okay, yeah, it makes sense it, because it makes sense and it, and it adds kind of a twist that you're not expecting. What you want to do when you when you're tapping into something like Transformers that's been done so many times before, you gotta have those little twists. To be like, oh shit, that's a different take. Like for example, Bumblebee. You know, Bumblebee is not quite who you think he is or remember him as, and it's an interesting choice. But it kind of gives that character some depth and you know, in, in a rogue kind of like scavenger or scoundrel way. Yeah, he instead of just being, I'm Bumblebee the Autobot. It kind of gives him like. A pathway before he gets there, which is actually a really unique twist on it. And they, I see you guys out there talking about Castlevania. Um, I actually haven't finished it. I'm, I'm close though. But it, yeah, the Castlevanias. Have you finished it at all? It's actually really good on Netflix. I even started it, bro. It's really, it's I'm really not going to talk. It's shit. actually really good too. I'm not going to talk shit. But um, the Transformers, uh, the deep part of it is their their lore di- deep. Excuse me, their lore deep dive into it, and that's mm. and that's and that's why. But yeah, six episodes. You're like. But, you know, for six episodes, man, you know, and, and they were only 30 minutes. I mean, it was snappy. There's, mm-hmm. It's not a show that sits back and, like, builds a lot of character. It builds character through their actions. So you see a lot of things happening on screen. There's a lot of action, but it's a lot of character-defining moments. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of allows you to kind of skip over the, the dialogue and the character building that way. You kind of see it through actions and stuff, which, which, which makes it, you know, okay, cool. This is entertaining. I kind of have an idea where these stories story arcs are going. Um, the other thing I really liked about the show was the animation style. Now, here's the thing. I watched this show, the first five episodes, on my phone. 
on my phone. And I was like, okay, this looks cool. It sounds good. That's fine. But then I went and watched the last episode on my 4K TV through the Netflix and got the HDR. Totally different experience. Yeah, first you have Dolby Atmos for your surround sound, which is nuts. Adds a whole new element yeah. to it. But with the HDR, the animation has so much more depth to it. Mm-hmm. It looks incredible, you guys. So if you get a chance, watch it on a big screen, 4K display or whatever, or if you have a surround sound system, that is the way to watch it. It's surprisingly impressive how much better. I mean, I've watched phone, movies on my phones and I watch them on, my, on, on the 4K make a little bit. This was night and day. Like, I was really impressed by how cool this looks. And then I know the, the concept of watching something 30 minutes long, anime on your phone, makes sense. And that's appealing. Watch this shit. This is like a high production value, man. This is, this is a really, really well-produced show in terms of its animation and its audio and the fucking soundtrack, bro. The soundtrack synth, to synth baby. music. Oh, you know we love synth around here. Uh, dude, dude is using it. Only almost in towning his home theater setup. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. Must be fucking. It's nice. a weird kind of way to flex. It's how I flex, Prime. Right, right, right. Mixed right, up right. for my tiny dick. I watch all my movies <laughs> on my phone while crying in the bathroom. I love the insight into into Cuddle's life, man. You know, insights Cuddle. Yeah, yeah. He gives us a lot of insight. Uh, I love Cuddles, man. He he's always deep. He's always deep. But um, overall, no. What do you, you think, though? I mean, everything that you saw, the storylines, the developments, and, and kind of like the setup for like the next two. I, it was it was more than I expected, and it was just not enough. But it was high octane every episode. It was very like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like watching like uh something with a lot of like crazy depth. But comparing to like what you're normally used to this medium, for the, mm-hmm. like like watching a G one series and going. Oh my God! Starscream's messing with Megatron again. Shoot your blaster! <laughs> and Megatron being, let's just go get him. And you know, it gives more again depth to you know why Megatron is the way he is, why yeah. Optimus is the way he is, why they're growing, why they're at, and and it really kind of almost like it doesn't have to work too hard to build those characters because you're still watching a cartoon. Yep. Um. But man, oh man, it was it's a really fun, enjoyable watch. Anything and, you didn't like about it? Uh, not enough episodes. Yep, nope, not enough That's episodes. It. I and could, I could uh, watch it on. here's the thing, man. I don't know. I don't know if it was just the voice actor, or if maybe they just bitched way too much about stuff. But Alita, Alita kind of got oh, yeah, under yeah. my had, skin uh, yeah, a little bit a because she was constantly just badgering and questioning Prime, and I was like, okay, I get it. She's not buying into what he's going for, and I get that. But I don't know if maybe it was just the delivery. Yeah, I said that too. Or Prime, maybe it wasn't it, right? the was it was the voice actress that was there. Sure. I was just like, it's just I'm not I'm not. Thank you, Alita was a bit much. Seriously, Prime, I couldn't I couldn't get into Alita. I was just like every time she came on, I started badgering Prime over and over and over. Right. I was like, will you fucking get on his side or not? You know what I'm saying? You're saying you're with them and, and all this stuff. There's something there, but you're, the whole time you're fucking negative. And I was just like. This character is so annoying, but again, I don't know if it. But she's a battle angel, a great elite <laughs> But I mean, I just, I just didn't, I couldn't. That was the only part of it. I was like, I can't really get behind this character right now. That's the only thing I didn't like was Alita. She was just a bit much. It was, it was just weird. I felt like they just kind of wanted some. Yeah, there you go. At yeah, least I mean, she, she, you she made a good point, and hopefully, she stays yeah, there, and yeah. we never visit her again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they thought they needed that balance, but. Maybe they thought that uh, Prime needed somebody that questioned his judgment because he was still fresh and being a little baby Optimus Prime, not full-on Optimus yet. I don't right. know. But yeah, that didn't bother me too much, but now that you say that, I can understand why that would. Right. 
But uh, no, uh, definitely, definitely worth a watch. Check it out. And if you're watching it and you do check it out and you're watching this on, on if you, whether you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or watching it on YouTube, mm-hmm. let us know in the comments what you think of what we saw from the first six episodes. I thought it was a strong entry. has a pretty, pretty cool cliffhanger. At the end, like we're trying, to, we were trying to figure out, you know, who was out there with them, and we won't get into it, but a pretty strong finish, a very, a, very much a cliffhanger. Now, do they have they have they said exactly when can we expect the next season, or is it just gonna be like whatever? I'm probably gonna watch first season at least three times, so but uh, who we, knows? Can we get can we expect more than six episodes? Probably not. It's probably gonna be like the Castlevania treatment. Mm. And probably next year, Dressing, you're probably right. Next year. And it's not Peter Cullen or any big voices involved. They all do great. Um, Other than Alita, I thought everyone was really strong. Starscream especially. Yeah, Star- Starscream that, yeah. was fucking, I was just like, I fucking hate Starscream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did, everybody did a good job. Everyone did a, a, a really, really good job with the exception of Alita, in my opinion. Everyone else was, was pretty much fine. Even It's not easy to replace Peter Cullen. Is Optimus Prime, and the person that did it was was very very much up to the task, and they did a great job. And I said Prime that I just it makes me want to play War of Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron again. God, can we get maybe some ports of that? Can we can we get us another one from that develop? Is High Moon High Moon still up? High there? Moon did uh, Rise of the Dark Spark, which was a mix between Michael Bay bullshit and whatever other Transformers. Oh, was, was there another one? Rise it was of the Dark? hot. Yeah, it was hot garbage. Was asshole. that the license fall apart? Or like it was kind of yeah, bullshit. Because I remember, remember when, 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 when War of Cybertron was announced, everyone was like, oh, great. Another fucking license game. And everyone was pissed because like, oh, it's a license game. And I think High Moon was Activision, wasn't it? What was it? Weren't they under Activision as a publisher? I yeah. want to say that. Yeah, yeah, it was Activision. So everyone yeah. saw Activision, yeah. and then everyone saw thought license game immediately receipted for disaster. Like mm-hmm. this is gonna suck. A war for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron were fucking amazing games. Amazing games. I'm talking about just the story. You fucking jacked off to the to the multiplayer. It, the War of Cybertron multiplayer had all of my characters at uh, max level. I think it's 25. Isn't War for Cybertron's backwards compatible? I don't know if they are. I don't, I don't think War of Cybertron is, but Fallout, Fall of Cybertron is available on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Cybertron might be backwards compatible. I'd guess it probably is, but yeah, look it up, you piece of shit. You're out there. Why are you not? Oh, wow, Prime. Why yeah, Prime. Talk to you like I'm that? sorry, Prime. That's so rude. Sorry, Prime. That's Till so all rude. are one, Prime. Till all are one. <laughs> all are one. Let's move on. We Check gotta, it out. Yeah, We're going to yeah, move gotta, on. Yeah, we got on. some we more movie news. This, now, huh? this is interesting. Now, we didn't grab everything, but I have as much information as I can. But this is going to change things drastically in a, yeah. in a lot of ways. Almost bigly. Before we get into that, if you're just joining this video, if you're just watching, tuning in live right now, exclamation point, enter to join the giveaway for this Mossman Funko Pop figure. And only at Toys R Us, rare item from our good friends at Fett's Toy Depot. My cat is dying. I can't. I can't. I know you can't, but she. I I can't help it. She's dying. She is. She's a hot mess, dude. She's in heat. She's a hot mess. No, she's dying. She's not in heat. Um. Anyways, so last week, you know, obviously we 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 saw a huge falling out between AMC and Universal earlier in the year when COVID hit. And they had to, you know, I think Universal kind of bypassed theaters and released it. Was it Trolls? Trolls, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Trolls was one of the games. They released it immediately on to, um, was it streaming services? Yeah. And it was a complete, uh, univer- and AMC theaters were like, what the fuck? That's weak. You know, that's terrible. You're skipping out. Obviously, AMC theaters and all these other theaters are worried about, and rightfully so. Could this be the end of like where are we going experience? forward? Right? Yeah, where are we going to go watch movies? It's always games? been rumored and hinted and thought about and 
and people have speculated, but here we are. So here we are in this deal that these uh, AMC theaters and Universal Pictures have come to in a landmark deal that could change the shape of the film industry. AMC theaters and Universal Pictures have agreed on a pact to release big Hollywood films in the home much sooner than before, which is crazy because I feel like these movies were really fucking coming out quick. Do you remember back in the day when a movie came out to the theater like in January? You wouldn't see that shit like on fall. VHS until November, At least six like Thanksgiving months, right? time when the Black right. Friday would come out. Like, oh, this movie's out. You would never see this shit. Now these movies, at some point, are like out in five months. Well, I mean, less now. Well, yeah, I or, mean, I mean, well, I mean apparently it's going to be even less now. Well, th- it's been like since the Blu-ray age. It's been like well, here's three the thing. Well, here's, around, the, well right? here's the thing. Like, it's always out on digital first. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah now, yeah. so and then Blu-ray is usually like a month, like a later, month or some later or something like that. Yeah. But so here's what we're going. AMC Universal announced the deal to dramatically shorten the traditional minimum gap between a movie's theatrical release and its availability for home viewing in less than three weeks. Three weeks. Because it was yeah, because it was ninety days, which is what three months, right? Three months. So now we're looking at three. Wow. Under the deal, theater, theaters will have exclusive rights to show Universal movies for at least three weekends or seventeen days. After that period, the Comcast Core-owned studio will have the option. To rent out its movies through video on demand platforms. This is huge, dude. This is going to change right, Ark and Rath, yeah. how things work with these movies. And, you know, I can't help but wonder. I mean, we saw some of these movies get released during when everything was shut down through March. Like, what was on uh, the one with Kevin Bacon that we just watched recently? Uh, uh, you should have left. You should have left. One of those movies, and then Onward, I believe, was out really, really quick after yeah, its release. Yeah, Onward was they real released fast. Onward pretty quick. Like and in Frozen a month. Too. Yeah, they were they yeah. were pumping these movies out. And dude, I think they're starting to see the appeal. Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Invisible Man, that, but yeah. which was fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah. Awesome. But like these movies, you know, I, I noticed that when movies were coming out quicker to digital, and I gotta wonder, man, are these? Is this a more appealing approach? Look, you, I, Prime, Use, all those guys, we like to go out to the theaters for Star Wars stuff. Check out movies. It's an awesome experience. Going to a movie is an awesome experience. We love hanging out and doing that. Love it. Love it. But at the same time, if I can sit down here and just like Disney recently announced, Mulan, uh, September 6th, It'll be in some theater somewhere, but it'll also be on Disney Plus for $30. You can, I believe you can buy it. I believe it's a buy. I thought it was just a rental. I thought it was just a stream. My understanding is, and I want to get somebody, if anyone knows for sure in the chat, my understanding is $30, you'll you'll buy that one time, but then it's going to be included in your Disney Plus. If my understanding is correct. I thought Prime mentioned this on Twitter. I can't confirm this. I'm almost certain that you will own that movie. And if that's the case, that makes this even more of a deal. So you're paying more for a digital version of it, but you're getting it like basically a day one of technical release. Right. Hold on a second. I can't confirm $30 is too much to see Mulan. Well, look, that's beside the point. The point is $30 is too much to see Mulan for you. But if I can take my wife, if you if you purchase Disney's live action Mulan for $29.99, but you won't be it won't be a one-time rental. Once purchased, Disney Plus subscribers will have continuous access to the see, that's a great deal. That's a great deal. Because if families I have, families, boom, right there. If I want to go see Mulan with Melissa and the kids, go to the theater, well, we're get gonna popcorn, go popcorn. Yeah, popcorn, all that shit. I'm looking at a $40, 50 at experience. Least. At least. This yeah. allows me 
to pay $30. Everyone in my house can watch it whenever the fuck they want. And you can sit in your underwear. Sit in my underwear. Like I am right now. You just don't know this. You guys, this is going to be a this is a monumental deal from Universal. And I feel like De- Disney is expediting things exponentially. I feel like Disney is making big moves. Now, this is obviously just Mulan right now. This is just Mulan. We, we, we were kind of we thrown through a loop the other day when a Disney Plus Twitter account. And now people are asking for it. Yeah. A Disney Plus Twitter account was like, oh, my God, November 6th, you can watch Black Widow for $30. And everyone was like, what? Everyone was like, holy shit, fuck Mulan, Black Widow? Let's go. Right. But that has since been debunked. And in that article where Disney talked about Mulan, they said they have no plans right now. No plans until they see how this does. So that's my thing. So so let's full let's take a brief minute. Um, Arkenrath did say something earlier about COVID, just proving that about because he was saying that the theaters had been wanting for years, for a long time, saying that they need way more extra time to make money on a movie. Um, where's where's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, theater companies have been trying to convince studios that they need them for years, movies. and COVID just proved they didn't, which is true. Yep. You know, um, and what do we got out there? We got some other good stuff you guys have been saying. I've been kind of watching. Uh, Cappadocian, throwing that away. Uh, AMC is not part of the list of theaters you want to go do trans, and that's funny. Uh, Archimedes says he thinks 30 bucks is too high for a digital, but it's a rent and buy. Yeah, it's and, not and it's like, a, You, got, you yeah. got to look maybe for you, maybe for you eating some fucking honeycombs in your undies or something like that, sure. But for people with, like, kids or families – when you take a family to the theater, you got to take out a small loan. Like you're going to Arby's to eat. Right. That's just how it works. Yep. You know what I mean? So as long as you remain subscribers, well, I'm never going to get rid of my Disney plus subscription. I can tell you right I'm there. Never I'm never going to get rid of my... Um, a Mulan is definitely a bad test. Maybe no, I'm, a test I'm, bed, a test bed, a, a test bed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, test bed. No, oh, it's absolutely. I, I, I dude, Disney down. set that up perfectly. We have no plans yep, at this time yep. to release anything. And you know else. what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy fucking oh, I'm Mulan. Buy, I'm buying fucking so Mulan. I can get Black Widow. So I don't have to. I mean, because here's the thing: if, if we can still go see Black Widow here in town, which we might I not will. because it's not open, right? We will go as our group. Yeah. But at the same time. I've been waiting for fucking couple months already to see Black Widow, and I really, really want to see it. Yep. And I was really hype about Mulan because, honestly, Donnie Yen's in it. I mean, it's a live-action Mulan. Mulan's one of the most underrated Disney cartoons in You don't care about Mulan at all? Oh, no, I'm thrilled. Go on. You piece of shit. Uh, you know, so I'm, I was excited about it. So it definitely has got me a little bit excited. And, yes, Jurassic makes a joke about going outside and all that shit. I like going to theaters. That's one of the few things I like to do. I don't do the bar thing as much anymore. I did that when I was younger, but movies is the one thing that I do got that I miss doing the most because that's been one of the constants that, that we've been able to do as friends and groups here in the area. So, um, but at the same time, if that comes around November and we say, Hey, black Widow's coming over you four or five, want to come over, drink some beers and hang out in the house. Mm -hmm. We'll get on the big screen and watch some surround sound. Oh yes. Yep. Then we could still technically do that. If this is the direction we're going, you better believe, I'm going to start budgeting and saving up for a big, big screen TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if I can sit there and have a theater-like experience right. with speaker, and because the, the technology is there now, man. You can buy a good receiver and a good TV, a big screen 4K TV, and have a theater-type experience mm-hmm. in your home. And if that's the direction we're going, I'm cool with that. Look, I love going to the theater. I'll still go to the theater when I can. And, and, I, and I will, but I'm going to be more inclined to be just, like you said, sitting at home in my undies, 
Fire up some popcorn down here. Sit down here with the family. Not have to fucking rush to the theater. Not have to fuck around in line. Not have to worry about how many people are walking in front of me to go to the shitter. That's right. why I sit on the end, so I'm not that guy. Because you're a pooper. I sit on the end so I can walk out and not bother anybody. If I can sit home and have a theater experience for $30 for myself, that is a steal. Not only to, to watch it one time, watch it whenever the fuck I want. I pay $30 one time. Watch it at home, and I own it. You can't do that right now if you have a family because you're paying $50 to go see the theater one time. Mm. Then you're waiting for it to come out on digital six months, five months later, and paying another $15 to $25 for, for the digital version or the Blu-ray. Disney is always two steps ahead of everything, and you know they know what they're doing on all of this. And uh, come back to you guys, you guys out there, Jack, like – Arkanrath again, you know, he's like he equates it to a normal digital movie buy. So ten dollars, he doesn't really dig. The, I don't think the digital movie buying. So for him, it should just be like ten bucks. But I mean, honestly, yeah, you're gonna pay your movie ticket, you go see it in the theater, but you're not buying it. This is the difference: is that you're gonna also own it as long as you got your your subscription to mm-hmm. um, um, Disney Plus, which is not that expensive compared to most of the other apps as well, too. So yeah, and Draston mentioned it. You'll own it as long as you're a Disney Plus member. So if you pay $30, you own the game. But as soon as your subscription runs out, get that movie. PlayStation Plus or Gamer Pass. Boom. It's like PlayStation Plus and Gamer Pass. So so at the end, like I said, I'm never going to get rid of Disney Plus. I will watch everything on there if I had to. And they update it constantly with great shows. So uh, Cappadocian says if he splits it with all his friends, he's still paying $30 for the movie, which is very (laughs) true because nobody likes you. Uh, So... But yeah, so this is this is definitely new ground. This is like definitely like science theater kind of, you know, almost like Space Odyssey shit, like where they predicted it yep. and we're actually almost on, on that. And it was because of a global pandemic. And yes, is it unfortunate for to see movie theaters and like our local one, which is a big 70 foot screen is not open. And all the yep. ones around us are. Yes, it's very frustrating. It's very unfortunate. And I completely am not. Uh, unaware of those scenarios and people being out of jobs and having, and seeing those things go away, like like drive-in theaters that should never have gone away. Like, why would you ever have a drive-in theater go away? Why would you not keep those around? Right. right? You don't just make them digital and fucking bigger, bigger, or whatever. But you know, this is the future, and you know, I, I'm kind of finding it because as the what you find now with the 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 ease of everything in your life and the convenience. And the older that you, some of us get, we just want to buy our fucking Transformers on eBay and watch our movies at home and not leave the house. Right. Unless we got to go to work. It's quite, it's crazy, man. It, th- this this COVID-19 epidemic ha- or pandemic has seriously changed everything. I mean, I'm still working from home. Yeah. And just the other, I think it was about a week ago, they came out with a, a communicate at work and said, look, you're probably going to be at home for a while. Right. You know, everyone's got these plans to return in place, but what the way that this shit is spreading and the way that even when we take, I mean, obviously I blame some of it on our culture and our, our, our country's stupidity. There's a lot of people out there doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And right. I, and, and you know what? Hey, you're right. It is a free country and it's whatever. Doesn't mean I have to fucking agree with it. But as long as this thing continues to spread and continues to be a problem for the people who are susceptible to, the worst effects of what this thing can do. I think we're going to be home. We're going to be doing things a lot different for a long time. And honestly, man, this is going to change things. It's not going to be just temporary changes. These things are going to last forever. People keep saying that people aren't making money from this. However, the food places that just course of, you know, do outside or takeout. Some of those places like the, the, the one of the restaurants in town 
I know one of the managers there. He's like, we've never even lost a penny during this Who's entire this? thing. What business? What business? Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo, oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. He said yep. that he's 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 not oh, year over year, if not made more. They're right on par. They have not taken a hit due to it because they just do takeout most time until they can open them. You know back why up. they're probably making money? Because they ain't paying employees. We're doing takeout. That's one way because you don't have to have as many people in there. Sure, you know. So you know the the reality of it is when it comes to movies and everything that's going on. Yep. Is that she cuddles us and labors down? Yep. Yeah, you know, so so, and when that's where you save the most money is labor. You know, when when you can't put your movie into a theater, make a movie ticket, sell some popcorn. Disney's like, I just paid X amount of money to make Mulan. I got to make some cheddar. How am I going to make that cheddar? Well, you figure out how to get it out digitally and say you now own it as well too. But you have to have that subscription. You know, so Disney's going to make their money one way or another, yeah. and they don't make money. And Cap asked, "Why tie the movie? You pay thirty dollars to for to being uh, being tied to the subscription? That's why the subscription exists. That's right. how they make their money. Well, that and they don't get along with Amazon. Disney and Amazon don't get along very well no. anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going. They're, that's the point of the subscription. Is that's the that's the perk. Right. You so go to you go to the Vassar McDonald's here, a McDonald's within forty minutes of here, out in boom fucking Egypt. And you can walk in there to a fucking computer screen and type in your order, then go up there and pick it up. Yep. They've been saying that for fucking two. I used to work at McDonald's for fucking eons. And they Prime, were saying that for a long time. That shit's coming, man. It's just it's just the reality of it. Prime nailed it. Life is going automate. Automation mm, yeah. is going to. It basically, exa- you know what? Yeah, exactly. It's like Cyberdyne. Machines are going to take over. We're going to rely on automation. And you know what? We're fucked. The little toaster's going to kick your ass. I mean, man, James Cameron knew what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> Can, can my can my kids still sneak in snacks for me into my living room? Well, if you'd fucking buy some good ones, sure. <laughs> Piece of shit. Just buy ropes. Sweet tart ropes, baby. Yeah, sweet tart ropes. I you got see mine is the uh, um the sour patch watermelon. I'm not surprised. Okay. Anyways, moving on from this, we gotta talk about some video games. Got some video games. Let's talk about <sighs> one that we're playing right now. Ghost Sushima. Is that right? I said it right. I don't know. You're like Tsushima. I just say, what yeah, the fuck know. that even means? Like it's Tsushima. Sushi. I just think Sushi. Actually, you know what? Did you ever notice Jin says it like the T is is not silent? He calls it like Tsushima. Tsushima. Jin calls it like Tsushima. I don't know. I play there's, in there's Japanese. Mo- <laughs> you know what? I would like to, but the reason I'm not is just because uh, you I'm can't saying- read. <laughs> Leave out the facts, Piece okay? Leave out the facts. All right, let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. though. Um, what are your uh, thoughts on it so far? I know I'm a little bit further ahead of you, I think. Are you ahead of me? Uh, very little ahead of me at this really? point. Okay, okay, cool. We're we're on let's part. talk about, let's compare um, notes. It, it's, 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 it's more than I thought it was going to be. Yes. The combat actually has a lot of, like, uh, kind of Horizon, Zero Dawn, kind of more, like, Witcher. Uh, I expected, you know, it's, it's funny to me. I, this main thing I'm going to say is that all you all motherfuckers out there that said, this is just Assassin's Creed. You clearly didn't play that. You're it's clearly really edgelords. You're jerking something off, and it's probably yourself or somebody next to you, whatever it is. Ridiculous just to have that standpoint. It is not just Assassin's Creed. Can it's you not. use that as kind of a benchmark to some you degree? You could say every open-world game with exactly. melee combat is Assassin's Creed. Because that'd be like saying, oh, it's a stealth game. Well, it's Metal Gear. Oh, it's, it's fucking, really, it's Tenchu. It's really not Metal it's, Gear. It's not. And it's, it's actually like there is some elements of tensioness into it, which I still do feel and still do agree. But it, it does have a, like the combat. If you do straightforward combat as a samurai, yep. got that Witcher feel. There's great parrying. It's definitely got that sneaky stuff. To be honest with you, this game's been in development or in thought process for seven plus some years. So technically, 
Assassin's Creed, since they just had to add all that sneaky shit a little bit more. Yep. Eh, really kind of behind the curve on that or too, on par. So it really didn't take from Assassin's Creed. So knock it off and stop being an edgelord. The game's enjoyable. It's fun. Uh, I really love deep diving into Feudal Japan. It's one of my favorite eras of anything. Yep. Uh, I play late at night uh, from like midnight to 2 a.m. with the... Uh, Rohit Raju, we get in a party chat. Rohit Raju. Rohit Raju. We'll talk a little about him later Hakeem on, too. Zane. Yeah, we're going to talk about go. him in a minute. Um, we like to just sit in a party chat and talk about how amazing the game is. Like, we'll talk about, like, games we're playing or this, that, and the other, and, and like, wrestling or whatever. And then we just end up going, man, this game's amazing. Oh, man, I love the sound of this. Oh, man, you should see this picture. Oh, this is fucking really immersive. Oh, it's really artsy. So, yeah, it's a fantastic game. It's way more fun than I, uh, I thought it was going to be. And at the end of a generation to see a company come out with some really big IPs and really they're last of us ghost of Tsushima are not comparable. In my opinion, they're completely two separate entities right. and, and for the right reasons, right. they're two different experiences. And this game is, it's way more RPG and way more in depth than I expected it to be. And I love open world uh, RPGs. There's even some, I don't know if some Mordor is a good pick for it, but you can at least put points into stuff. And I like that a lot. Yeah, there's the skill tree is massive. Yeah, it's way massive. like like there's four or five different blocks of different skill trees. It's it's insane. Before I get into my side of it, first of all, first of all, thanks a lot to Private Island for uh, following us. Appreciate that. That pop up earlier, Private Island. Welcome to Banter and Babble. Secondly, and most importantly, you guys have two minutes. Two minutes! Exclamation point! Enter. This is your last chance. Paul is not going to give us another one of these fucking things. Two no minutes. More fans. No more monsters. This is here. it. Exclamation point. Enter. In the chat. Enter. Type it in right now. Right two now? minutes. Less than two minutes. Almost to a minute. We're almost there. Get yeah. in there. Enter. We want you to win because you have to be here to win. As soon as the winner is announced, if you're here, exclamation point. Claim. It's not going to be prime. God damn it. Oh, uh, Ruth. Yes, Rufus McPoopus, you have to enter. Exclamation point. No, Rufus, you don't, you piece of crap. Oh, wow. Jeez. Impregnated his mom last night again. Oh, I, I was there, too. Were you, you were the other guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I we was, had those masks on. I was it was, like, say, it was yeah, like Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise at the, at the, at the rich people's house. Right, right, right. All right, we are at 50 seconds. 50 seconds. 50 seconds. We will get back to the conversation. Lock if you gun. haven't already, exclamation point, enter. We're watching it. Get in here. For a chance to win, 40 seconds. If you're watching now, exclamation point, enter. And I will send this to you whenever the and fuck I am ready to. Thank you to Fets for this. Thank you to yes. all of you being able to come through and hang out with us when you're able to. And for being here for it, we hope that you win, except unless I get it and win. And for those of you that are just here for the for the, for the the giveaways, Prime, uh, we will have more after this. This is not going to be the end of the giveaways. Right. We have a lot of stuff. A Guts. lot of wild shit planned. Stuff you guys aren't really going to expect. That's true. Ten seconds. Exclamation point. Enter. Get in now. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Winner. No Forge Hammer. Oh, shit. Forge Hammer just won. Forge Hammer. Look at this son of a bitch. Exclamation point. Claim Forge Hammer. Do it now. So we can guarantee you have one minute. There it is. There it Ian, is. Ian, fuck around. Forge Hammer. Congratulations, Forge Hammer. I will send this to you before 2022. Nope. 
Just depends uh, on what it's going for on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, you might just get a $10 PSN card in place of it. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I know, Barry. I know you was wanting to win that, too. But, uh, you know, we appreciate your support. You've been a uh, supporter for day one. I thank you for that as well, too. So, But, know. no, yeah, yeah. Like, like Tony said, you guys, we love doing this shit. We love doing this stuff. We will continue to do this stuff. Courtesy of Fett's Toy Depot. You can see it right thank there. Thank you, King. King posted it. Visit his Facebook page. Like it. If you're ever looking for this, hey, if you're looking for a Moss Man, now that you didn't win it, ask Fett. Yeah, he might be able to find you one. He might be able to find you one. Not from a Toys R Us, because they ain't there. Not coming from a Toys R Us. And you oh. might, you know, depending on what it's running for, it might be a little difficult to get. But That's he true. will work his ass off to find it for you. Thank you, Fett's Toy Depot, for allowing us to give these away. I know the viewers love it. Um, the winners especially love it. Drassen. Probably not a big fan of the giveaway because Dresden didn't win shit. Dresden is pissed. Did he yeah. log off? He's already gone. He's gone. He's even no, in he's here. Gone. Oh, there he is. There's, There's the, the oh, he side. There's the deep side. side. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> uh, Prime's waiting for Fisto. Hey, buddy, you ain't got to wait. Just come on over. Oh, my goodness. Come on Christ. over. Not here. Do it at your house. Well, they're going to hear my cat might want to get in. My cat wants to get in. Cat wants to be involved. Jeez, oh, man. All right. Moving on. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, did I even talk about it? I think I talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you talked about Ghost it. Ghost of Shima's fun. Awesome combat. Um, beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous game. The combat, once you wrap your head around it and you learn the different stances and you kind of um, make your way through the stances as you're co- – because you can swap between stances and it slows down time. It really allows you – yeah, stance, dance is key, baby. If you can sit there and make those swaps in combat, it'll slow down just enough for you to do so. It's ex- It's super rewarding. When you can chain together multiple, multiple, multiple kills, it's a lot of fun. My only gripe with the game so far, fucking camera. That's my only gripe so far yep. is the camera. The like- camera is absolutely brutal, and I don't know what it is. I love games that have lock-on where you can lock on to certain enemies. There is no lock-on in this game. There isn't. But at the same time, you get the indicators of who's going to attack, so you kind of know when to make your dodge. But I feel like in some instances, when you're backed into a corner, or if there's trees around, it's super. That's the, the fucking, problem. Yeah, the camera, the environment bumps into a shit, and it makes it very, very difficult. Right. So but- like the camera will basically like if there's a branch in between you and the camera, you're seeing the branch. It doesn't yeah. like fix to the end of the branch. Or like I was in the cemetery the other day, or one of the many, yeah. and like all of a sudden there's this tombstone between us. I'm like, oh shit, am I blocking, swinging? What's going on here? So, you know, yeah, that that's my only gripe with it. And and again, to not to compare it to Last of Us, but because it's such a big other blockbuster just recently came out and being two different experiences, that's a pseudo realistic game, and you're playing like almost like a movie. This, when you say beautiful and gorgeous, this is on like you've ever seen the um uh, the film um the uh fuck what is it the not house oh this should be good this should be good right um uh flying daggers somebody finish Robocop three god damn it um <laughs> uh the the flying daggers movie I can't think of the fucking other name part of it at the beginning of it couching right lo- no no don't oh. just don't. Jeez, I'm just I'm just trying to help. House of Flying Daggers. Thank you, there, Prime. House of Flying Daggers. Very, very like when you get to that first forest and you see like the, the like the golden forest and stuff, uh, and you're walking it. around. I don't, see, I don't see it. You've never even seen probably House of Flying no, Daggers. I've seen it like a hundred times. There's no relation. Oh, There's no shit. comparison to it's it. It's a very, very artsy, gorgeous film and and or move a game and, and just in general like and it gives you those feels like you're really in a samurai or eastern film. Did and you do the black and went to Kurosawa mode? 
I fucked with it a couple times. I don't. Uh, you know, I want to do that. I think I'm going to say that for a second playthrough. I should, yeah. Because, yeah. dude, the game is absolutely fucking beautiful. Well, not only that, it's hard to play if you do black and white. I've heard that. I've heard yeah. a couple of people say that it's hard to find like locations. But yeah. there was a big update that just came out today that makes things a little bit easier to see. So I wonder if that'll work out in Kurosawa mode. But I am really curious to see how that game looks at because I do. I love that experience. I, basically, what I told my chat and the viewers that were in there for is like, look, the first playthrough, I'm going English, you know, regular colors, just for people who want to see the story play out. The second playthrough, I'm going to go Japanese dialogue. I'm going to go black and white. I want yeah. to go for that full-on experience. But the first one, I want to really appreciate what Sucker Punch has created here, which is a beautiful-looking game. And the soundtrack. Oh, dude, the sound. so, dude, I bought the, I downloaded the soundtrack immediately. Dude, the day the I listened to it the day before it came out. A couple of tracks. Fucking great, dude. The, the last, I, and I'm not somebody because of my surround sound. I don't listen. I don't use like headphones a lot on games. Mm-hmm. Um, with Last of Us and, again, with Ghosts especially. It, you have to. It's a whole other experience, hands down. Yep. No, I agree. It's a, it's a great game so far. I'm really digging it. I don't think we'll have it beat by the next time we do another Banter Ramble. There's a, the thing, you know, like every open world game, my OCD kicks in. Oh, I'm all over the place. The way I'm streaming it is different. I'm like, look, I will leave the main story missions for my streams. Anytime I'm on, when I'm yeah, not streaming, I am knocking out every fuck fucking side mission or the tales or knocking everything else out there in the meantime because Absolutely. i want 100% my understanding this is a pretty easy platinum oh it's not that hard to plat no, it's it no. doesn't require a second playthrough it's just do everything and yep. you get the platinum pretty much, i would yeah. like to get this platinum so we're going to move on to our final topic because we're closing in on 2 hours uh, are we and yes. prime is going to like sleep in until like Every, yeah we got he's going to miss a stream out. time tomorrow and he's going to bitch at yes. us about it so, all right but arguably the most important topic tonight i mean honestly you ran a poll I ran a poll. <laughs> I found a meme, meme, yep. whatever you want to say, last week at some point, early last week, that showed four different historical sci-fi fantasy captains. Ooh. And, and, the, said, and all it said was you had to choose one captain to lead your crew or I'm whatever. Your captain. Right. I'm your captain. Oh, captain, my captain. But I'm feeling mighty sick. Good song, man. Grand Funk Railroad. Fuck off, dude. Go to Grand Funk. Go to Grand Funk. All right. Let's talk Flint, about Michigan, what up? the poll question. The Twitter poll question of the month. 45 people on Twitter did vote. Here we go. Who's, Who's your captain? Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Tone. Yes. Who are the four contestants? Who's from here? Captain James Tiberius Kirk of the USS Enterprise. Han Solo of the Millennium Falcon. There is Malcolm Reynolds, Malcolm J. Reynolds of the uh, Firefly. I can't remember the actual name of the fucking what? whatever. And, and sure, that's who you're picking. And Jean-Luc Picard of also the USS Enterprise. That poll was to choose who you wanted, number one, as your captain. Now, I have... Up until this point, still not revealed. He hasn't. My actual vote on this. I'm going to talk about mine first. And it's very, very, very obvious. Or is it? Or is it not? Or is it not? I don't know. But I'm going to tell you mine first. Serenity. Serenity. What is that the actual class of the ship? It was the Serenity, or was Firefly the class, class of the ship? If anybody I think wants it's to look Serenity. It up, I think it's Serenity. Serenity the was the, the name of the ship, I think. Firefly might have been the, ca- the, the class of ship. I don't remember. Boy. 
Deep Space no Nine Forever 4, yeah. Don't ask Rohit Raju. Benjamin he has no fucking clue. All he knows is Millennium Falcon. Yeah, well. That's all he knows. Well, he doesn't know anything else. He's like, USS Enterprise, is that a battleship? Jesus, that's why he wrestles that's for that. NWA. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> captain Phillips, he, he just missed the cut. I'm the captain now. All right, so I'm the captain now. All right, so uh, some awesome Firefly class vessel per cap. So it was, okay, Firefly was the class. There you go. Sorry, his name. Thank you. Uh, first of all, the poll Han Solo ran away Han with Han Solo shit. did run away At with that. Fifty-six percent of the votes. Yep. Han Solo, the clear-cut winner. Now Clearly. look, I love Han Solo. Big fan. Harrison Ford. Fantastic. Harrison Ford is. I love a good old is, scoundrel. Is honestly probably my favorite actor of my childhood and today. I love Harrison Ford. I happen even to like in, nice men. Even in in, in, in movies like uh, Hollywood America. Murder or whatever that was, that, that Hollywood with um, American Graffiti still attended, by the way. <laughs> I do love that film. It's a good flick, man. The Richard Dreyfuss. Dude, that film's a fucking 10. Yep, it's a good movie, man. I like it. Uh, but for me, I'm going to go with uh, James T. Kirk. That's your choice. I'm going with James T. Kirk. And Simply why? because James T. Kirk has the swagger. You got the swagger. He's got that moxie. He's overly, borderline overly confident. He'll say what he wants. He'll do what he wants. He's intelligent, but he's most likely to fuck me, according to Cap. And he's not wrong. But the thing I like about Captain Kirk is he thinks outside the box. He doesn't just follow protocol. He finds other ways to fuck to, you. To, to, to fuck you. <laughs> uh, he, he, he finds other ways to get out of sticky situations. He's very good at what he does. And he will risk himself to save the crew. And that's what I like about Captain James C. Kirk. He's sweat. He's got that moxie. He's confident. He's cocky, and he thinks outside the box. He doesn't follow protocol. Are you doing Jack Pine Kirk? Or are you doing like? A, uh, oh, dude, no, it's straight up, straight up. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Shatner because it's Shatner. Shatner for a while got criticized because he was kind of an a hole because he kind of like lived that mentality. See, you, after a while, I, you, I love you, Shatner. No, 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 no. You said it. Why I like him? A hole. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I love assholes. I'm an asshole. Dennis Lee, you said it right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> so Look, Shatner is Shatner's amazing for the record. Yeah. Dude, Shatner, and, and tell you what, man, Shatner outside of, of Star Wars or outside of Star Trek has survived, has done so well. He 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 has evolved. He's been relevant ever since Star Trek. He's never been like tied to Star Trek where like he can't do anything else with William Shatner. Shatner shows up in all different spots, and you're just like, man, this guy is just timeless. Well, there was a time period where he hated being tied to Star Trek. Oh, he, he, dude, much like Michael Keaton, hated being tied to Batman. Right, but now, now he's completely like accepted. Of, now it's come full circle because mm-hmm. T.J. Hooker hasn't lived, yep. but Shatner still has, as Kirk lived throughout the yep. you know, sands of time. So, you know, um, he at least has embraced it later in his life. And he's a funny dude. He's made fun of himself here and there. I actually have had words with Shatner, believe this or not, if, ever, if, if you've never heard the story, mm. but the R subreddit of William Shatner was created about six, seven years ago uh, on Reddit, and he started the subreddit, and I happened to be on Reddit that day just being a normal Redditor, and joined it instantly, and I said, I thought there would be punch and pie, and he replied as, no punch, no pie, you're a little late, and I was like... <laughs> Well, Shatner just replied to me, I'm good. That's like, really that's all you need. That's, that's all, all you need. need. So yeah. I love telling that story because it's relevantly irrelevant. Um, but that's a good that's a good choice. James T. Kirk is a great choice. I, I just I think it's more or less just because of Shatner. I mean, even as the as he moved to the big screen, all the Star Wars movies were fucking great. There there's so many amazing scenes with Shatner in the Star Wars movies. Even in uh Did you say e- Star Wars? I said Star Trek. Did you? 
I don't even know. I'm drunk because I'm drinking this fucking eight percent beer. Um, even what was it? The the one movie that the one Star Trek movie that was bombed by critics was uh, I think it was a new one. Four. Uh, no, the, no, no. The Voyage Home. No, that's Voyage my Home. favorite. Voyage Home was one of the best ones. It was it's undiscovered. Uh, undiscovered. Um, Are you sure four gets a lot of hate? It, which is bullshit because four is fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, four I, is yeah awesome. I love it. No, I get four a lot of hate. Four is hate. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Star Trek. Um, I want to say it was goes. undiscovered. I know, I know. Undiscovered I know. planet. I think it. I think Cancel, that was like dude. the sixth or one. It was the sixth one. It was, totally, it was directed by Leonard Nimoy, which is crazy. That's why, but it was so bad. But there's a couple. There's one scene in it where uh, Christopher Plummer is like the Klingon guy. He's Christopher Plummer, who's awesome. He shows up, <clears throat> and uh, there's just the way they trick him, and then Kirk's like, "Fire!" The way he says it, you're just like, "Dude, this movie sucks," but he's still fucking in it, dude. He's always this in movie it. sucks. But Shatner is still in it. <laughs> they're, 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 they are. Giving, I know. They are giving you a taste. Give me, yeah, yeah, seriously. Give him a taste. Let me, let me bite the curve here, okay? All right, all right. Give me the, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you sons of bitches, I'm uh, drunk. So, we have Han Solo next. Yep, I go with Han Solo. So, you still cho- you, cho- you chose Kirk over Han. I did. Okay, because 56% 56% said Han. Han Solo and you know what? Right. I think those 56%. I'm slurring. I'm You're slurring now. I'm drunk. The fifty-six percent aren't wrong. I, I think missed my cool. quote about butthole eyes tone. Are we talking? Wait, 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 wait. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up. Kirk is a hothead, dumb fuck. That's okay, why I like so him. Pine- is- panic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Raju, Raju say. Hansel, I said that. That. Huh? How about butthole eyes? Said it. Butthole eyes. We didn't miss it. We just didn't understand it. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Butthole eyes. Are you talking about, like, from SNL? Like, what's his face? As the butthole eyes? Oz. Oh, my God. Oh, Han Solo. Hey, Mons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's okay. Now that you're night, night. <laughs> All right. Thank you for explaining the God joke damn, to me. Now I get it. Now I mean, funny. Kirk is a hothead dumb fuck, but he's a hothead. Um, he's a smart one. He's good, man. <laughs> so hot. That's when he's at his best, is when he's a hothead. Han Solo, who admittedly in a lot of ways as being a scoundrel and a smuggler, you know, prior to George Lucas wanting to refuck with his films mm. was kind of that a- almost anti-hero gray area kind of character that made him very unique and very neutral. Um, so that he got, he, it's star Wars, right? Like people love Harrison Ford. People love Han Solo. Yep. More people have probably overall, and I could be wrong on this, that, have an affinity to Star Wars and they do Star Trek. And I understand that. And, mm-hmm. and if that's true, I don't know. That's just my guess. Um, and then a lot of people probably are not familiar with Malcolm J. Reynolds of Firefly. He is Nathan Fillion. He is a kind of a mix, actually, in my opinion, of Kirk and Han Solo. That's that's fair. He's I very, very it. Han Solo-ish in very many ways. You know, he's almost dangerous. But he's also, like, at the end of it, he's very, very protective of his crew, yep. his people, and always does what he feels is best, even if it's left of the middle he still does what he does yes firefly is one of the greatest sci-fi shows of all time and there's a reason why i am in a facebook group called the brown coat the brown brown bombers. Brown, 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 bombers. brown no the brown brown coats brown, brown, brown eye fan the fans of the brown eye right That's right yeah, yeah. asshole uh brown coats unite or whatever it is <laughs> i don't know i can't even remember fucking doesn't matter enter my brown eye That's enter the my one brown eye. right right <laughs> uh malcolm reynolds is is dashing he's he's very roguish um, he's very, very uh, experienced in war and st- strategies, and uh, we're gonna move on from that because the brown eyes. This is why we should never go uh, two hours, right? 
Uh, fuck it. We're off the rails now. Last but not least is the one and only. Are you going, John Luke? Captain Jean Luc Picard oh of the USS Enterprise, as well too. Um, he was also at one point also in the movie Dune, but not same character. Uh, he was. Uh, is it Lacutus, the Borg? He was also a member of the Borg at one point. Recently, just had a show on CBS Access, which was amazing. Picard, was it pretty good. It was very, very huh. good. Um, way better than you think it would be, and very, very, very relevant. And Professor X. And yes, boo, professor. Don't boo him. So. No, he said boy. Not boy. Dude is trying to get fanboy to have sex with him tonight. It's, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> let's easy. go. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Those brown eyes are getting tender. Uh, so at the end of the day, I still have not revealed who I voted for. The question is, Captain if you're Harris. still out, if you're still Captain out. Captain Harris from Police Academy. If you're, <laughs> it was Jonesy. If you're still out there. Who do you think, if you guys want, if you, if you don't care, you don't care, you're there, you're half dead, you're, we're, we love you all. Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding is a dead <laughs> asshole. He's awesome. He's, He's awesome. awesome. Very Captain awesome. Spaulding, yeah. amazing. Um, so if you had to guess, who do you guys think I voted for of the four? I got a Hal or Mal from, from Rohit. You got a Han or Mal, okay. Han or Mal. Who'd you vote for, King? Who'd you vote for, Han? Who'd you vote Han? for? Han? Han? Han. 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 He Picard. Okay, Han. Picard, Spalding. And we got some Spalding. Spalding. Right, right, right. Han. I think he's saying Han. 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 Oh, ooh, Tricky Reed, you want Picard? Picard. I, just, I just want a quick, what, what everybody thinks, because you guys know I'm a Star Wars fan, right? Also a super fan of fucking Firefly. Captain Spalding. Tootie fucking Han. fruity. Tootie fucking fruity. <laughs> I vote for him, but I think voted for, okay. Going to Han or Mal. Think voted for Mal. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Are you ready? It's not It's not a big reveal. It's not a big Captain surprise. Captain Harris Police Academy. Okay. Who do you think I voted for? I'm going to go Han. I actually think out of all four of them, if you're going to choose a captain that you want to have your back at all times and be smarter than everybody else and get you out of any jam, you choose Captain fucking Jean-Luc Picard every fucking Whoa! time. I was the first one to vote in this poll, and instantly, without a thought, I voted for Jean-Luc Picard. percent Good for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Jean-Luc Picard is the man you want as wow. your fucking captain. Hands down, all day, every day. Don't get me wrong. This is a great fucking topic. I could deep dive in this for a long time. I love the original Star Trek series. I watched it pretty much all in syndicate, and my current wife... When we met, we she's a huge Star Trek fan of the original series, especially. Mm-hmm. We went through it all as one of our like hangouts and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. love James Tiberius Kirk. Han Solo is fucking Han Solo. He's amazing. I was actually never. This is going to be kind of a, a thing. Han Solo was not even close to being one of my favorite characters in the Star Wars. I like Han Solo, but oh, he's he was not like, like he was never. Yeah, he's not even probably in my top ten, honestly. Um, wow. Yes, uh, above j- below Jar Jar. Unreal. That's not even funny. Holy shit, dude. See, um, cuddles, fuck you guys, your Jar Jar. Uh, Malcolm Reynolds, that would have probably been my second choice, truth be told, mm. um, because he's a mix of a lot of them. Uh, I love Malcolm Reynolds, but at the end of the day, I, I watched a fuck ton of Next Gen and definitely loved the Picard series. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard is the captain that's going to get you out of any situation, wow. hands down, strategically. He's the most like humanizing, the most down-to-earth, the most caring. He is the most selfless out of probably every single one of those besides maybe even Malcolm himself. Oh, and I, and I, won't, I won't disagree with you on that side because like, the scene that I pulled for that, um, 
that clip that plays before the segment. Yeah. Uh, he gives a speech about Cisco's a good why, one, we Forge. Sh- why we can't judge people by the blood of their race simply because of what their people have done before them. We can't judge them based on their. I mean, obviously, Picard is a very level headed, very intelligent. He's yes. he has perspective. He looks at things from all angles. He's not quick to judge. He looks at everything. And and obviously, Jean-Luc Picard, out of all four of these, I think is the most intelligent mm-hmm. of the group. And, yes, he's good at situations, but obviously I like you know Kirk for, for reasons and, and whatnot. But, no, I, I definitely agree. That's what is right. Picard's strong suit. I tried to step back. When I looked at this, and because I'm a super hyper nerd about everything, I tried to step back to it uh, objectively and look at it as, like, I got to make a decision – Am I looking at this from fandom or objectively? I tried to look at it objectively, and at the end of the day, that's why I went with Jean-Luc. And it wasn't even like a fucking thing. Like, I literally put the poll up and went, boop, Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc all day, first one to vote. Oh. And, and and at first, it was him between him and Han was pretty close. And then, all of a sudden, Han just went, woo. Mal, Mal or uh, Kirk? Mal or Kirk? Definitely Mal. Kirk is last? Uh, No, Han would be. Well, that's what I'm saying because you you said you want Kirk, you want Picard, and then you said Han, Han after him. So I thought it was between. Oh, it was it was, it was Picard and then Mal. Picard and Mal were the two I was going between. Okay, okay. pretty heavily. Picard so is you, one. So you go Kirk over Han. I would actually. Okay. Huh? I like, and it's nothing because I don't like the. You know, I just think at the end of the day, I mean, he's a guy who just dumps spice at the first sign of Imperial Star Star Destroyers. So, hmm. sorry, I'm wrong. You know. Dude, we're closing in on the longest episode. That was meaty, guys. I apologize. Oh, uh, But there was a lot of good discussion, and mainly because you. Yeah, because of all you. All you guys in the chat. Thank you again so much for providing feedback, providing input, and talking, and and throwing out your And because of King. Because of King, right there. Uh, Seriously. But there's only four guys. It's not that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's really complicated. I, I tell you what, man. If we would have thrown Captain Harris in there. It would have really fucked shit up. Who? Captain Harris from Police Academy. Oh, I... H.W. Bailey. Yeah, my bad. It's awesome. Mahoney. Eyebrows, yeah. Mahoney! Yeah, 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 Mahoney. Now, I wasn't talking about Captain Mauser. No. Okay, not Captain Mazza no. from three and four. Okay, we're just talking about we're talking about Captain Harris. Captain Harris, right? Anyway, he pointed right at me. <laughs> you, you. Hey, no, seriously, you guys, thank you so much. I know it was a longer show, I but did win a fan, we right? seriously really appreciate you guys yeah. and girls being here every week, every other week. And um, congratulations, Forge. We'll get that to you one way or another. Not crushed in the next Hopefully. month or so. <laughs> We'll Rob's, get it out to you. Well, he's got something I got to get. He's got to, we got to switch so I can probably just take it Is Forge around here? He's in Lansing area. Okay, but you'll be, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just take it Forge, you'll probably home. get it uh, quicker than most. Yeah, probably six months anyways. <laughs> I leave it in his hands so you don't right, have to blame problem. me. You don't have to blame me anymore. Cam kangaroo. But uh, seriously, you guys, thank you so much for everyone that hung out tonight. I mean, everyone in the chat. Rohit Raju, appreciate him stopping by. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. King Collins was amazing tonight. Prime Gaming was amazing tonight. Cappadocian, Jay McKenzie, Tricky Regent, Panic Games, RV was in here tonight. Uh, Buried Alive was in here tonight. Seriously, really, 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 really appreciate you guys stopping by, hanging out with us, talking about all sorts of nerdy shit, and uh, listening to me just completely fall apart about uh, 
Star Wars and Star Trek. Dude, Ooh. every time every time I fall apart like this, it reminds me of Die Hard, uh, Live Free or Die Hard, when Bruce Willis is down in Kevin Smith's ba- uh, basement, and he's looking at a, a poster of Boba Fett, and Kevin Smith's like, oh, what, are you a big fan of the Fett? And Bruce Willis is like, no, nah, I was always more of a Star Wars guy. <laughs> Fuck. Just can't get it right. Can't get it right. Yeah, well, I blame the beer. This was good shit, you guys. Seriously, shorts brew. S'mores. S'mores. You aren't wrong, Prime. You aren't wrong. Hey, thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Um, The video will be up on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Next 24 hours or so. The next 24 hours. Make Um, sure you you share those links when we put them out. We really appreciate it. Um, Honestly. Check me out tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to B&B Quickie. I'm going to boo. I'm going to boo. I'm going to (laughs) boo. You're fucked up, too. too. Uh, Turtles in Time, TMNT, number four from the SNES, seven o'clock. Let's talk about that awesome classic you can still play today. A lot of fond memories of playing that. Love to have you guys if you got time. And as always, don't forget to follow us and check us out. We have personal streams here on Twitch as well and social medias. Check me out, Fanboy Tone, the Dude Seven Nine stream here. We stream there. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All that good stuff. And then Tuesday nights, eight p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv forward slash impact wrestling. You can check out Rohit Raju, aka Hakeem Zane, the mocha skin manimal, here on Twitch, doing amazing work and beating the shit out of boo boos. I don't know why I call them boo boos. I don't know why I call them You're fucking drunk, too. I'm fucking drunk. Um, but yeah, personal streams Friday night. I'll be doing the Friday night raid stream with Dusty 2 Saturday night. Saturday night. Check us out. We are going to be streaming the beta for Marvel's Avengers, brought to you by Squaresoft, Crystal Dynamics, and Eidos. Eidos. Yes. I'm glad we didn't get into that bullshit. Boy, mm. that could have been a hot mess. Thanks, yeah, Spider-Man exclusive PS4. What, what? Oh, all right. Anyways. What, 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 what? Anyways. What? For Mr. Fanboy Tone. For the Dude 7-9. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We'll see you this weekend. Thanks, King. Take care, everybody. See ya. Oh, and just a reminder, if you haven't already, check out Ant House Beats right here on Twitch. You can also listen to his music iTunes, Spotify, and everything else on that fucking list. Check his shit out. Squad music available now. I'm going to bed. <laughs>